Welcome once again into the Radiopedia reading room for the final day of Radiopedia 2023. My name is Andrew Dixon and joining me to serve up his final goat cocktail combo <laughs> dish for the week, it's my co-host Frank Gaylard. But hold the applause because that's not all. I'm joined by conference co-convener and master of the Day 5 program, Amanda Err, thanks for joining us in the reading room, Amanda. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm super glad to be joining both of you today. I have to admit, most of the time I'm listening to the both of you whilst I'm doing my incline walk, so I'm <laughs> running on the treadmill at the gym. So being part of today's recording is a pretty nice change of perspective. <laughs> oh, I'd love to be able to listen to podcasts while exercising. For me, the only way I could run on a treadmill is to watch some horrible action movies on Netflix oh, God. or something, preferably featuring like robots or superheroes beating each other up. It'd be so much better to be able to use that time constructively, but I just can't do it. It feels like it takes forever to run half an hour. I mean, if you feel up to it, Amanda, if, you, if, if it makes you feel more comfortable, then feel free to stand up, jog around a little bit as we, as we record this. <laughs> I feel like you're going to hear a bit of a shortness of breath. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. You're probably pretty fit. Uh, so this is the final day of Radiopedia 2023. So much has happened over the first four days, even without reminiscing about the goats and cocktails that, <laughs> that Gaylard's brought to us. So it's been a tradition over the years to end the conference with a day of non-clinical content, you know, a change of pace, a chance to reflect and develop beyond the black and white images. And this year, Amanda, you've really taken charge of planning much of the day five content that everyone's going to see today. I have indeed done heaps of planning. Um, let's see, I'll be hosting the patient-centered experiences session, mm -hmm. which is a bit of a passion project for myself on all things compassionate patient care. And it will feature, in my opinion, some really impactful talks by Sue Robbins, who is a patient herself, Alison Deslens, a sonographer, and Naomi Shiner, a radiography professor. And on top of that session, I'm also involved in another one on how best to use Radiopedia. So this is made of three extended panel discussions, which will help people get to know more about our site and be introduced to some of our other editorial board members, in addition to the common faces. So namely, Vikish Shah, Sanam Vadira, and Derek Smith, who will discuss about exploring articles, followed by Frank, Leonardo Lustosa, and Henry Knipe talking about um, mastering cases. And finally, I will be joined by Jeremy Jones and Di Roberts to share about utilizing playlists. Yeah. Also, if anyone listening is keen to contribute more to Radiopedia, I personally think that this session on how best to use Radiopedia will be your ultimate guide. That's going to be a great session. So there's that kind of those three primary things in Radiopedia. There's cases, there's articles, and there's playlists, yeah. and it's how they interact, how you can get the most out of them. Uh, and so you're going to hear from some of our amazing uh, editorial board members from all, literally all across the world in that, yeah. in that session. Uh, do you know, it is uh, Henry Knipe. The K is not silence because a lot of people yes. think it's meant to be like Henry Knipe. And Henry trained at my hospital and I guess this is showing my age because I'd probably get fired for doing this now. But I, I wrote <laughs> You'd a get small fired for doing a lot of things, mate. <laughs> I wrote a small computer program that I put on all the computers in our department 
so that whenever he typed the word knipe, it would replace it with Henry, the K is not silent, <laughs> knipe. And he didn't nice notice one. for ages. So there are, there are many, many reports out there that are signed oh, off. God. Henry, the K is not silent, knipe. Well, I've done that on, on our iPhone. I replaced the word just as a bit of a joke for our dog. Our dog's name is Pablo and we just call her Pabs. And so if you type Pabs into the phone, it automatically replaces it with her full name, which is like Pablo Leone Honey Drew Dixon the Wonder Dog. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a name. It's quite it's quite funny when, when you when you're trying to do it and then it comes up and you're saying, Oh, I'll just send it. I couldn't be bothered deleting all that. <laughs> <laughs> One other thing that I'll be hosting on day five mm-hmm. will be a topic that is incredibly important in this current day and age, and it's on women in radiology. So I'm very passionate about it because out of the 13 Radiopedia executive editorial board members, I am the only female senior editor. And I really hope that these numbers will change to have more females over time. And so joining me in this session will be, in my opinion, the queens of the radiology world, Sally Aisa, Christine Glastonbury, Christina Melamateno, Emily Lee, Natalie Young, and Patricia Desmond. So I really hope that this session will be relatable, inspiring, and insightful for everyone, not just the women in radiology. Absolutely. And if there are any female members of the the radiology community or the radiopedia community, we would really encourage you and welcome you to get involved in editing radiopedia articles, contributing cases, and then ultimately joining our editorial board and and helping us to try and balance things up a little bit more. Yeah, I think you're yes. right. That's uh, equity and representation is is really important to us and everywhere, I guess. And it's certainly not something that we're unaware of. We've been mm-hmm. yeah. actively trying to encourage and redress that imbalance. And it's by no means a Radiopedia only problem. Every journal, every website like Wikipedia, etc., has the same challenges. And it's, it's very multifactorial. The, yeah. the most important thing is to have role models like yourself, Amanda, to To let everyone know that, you know, Radiopedia is a place for everyone. And uh, importantly, that session with Sally, Natalie, who's my (laughs) amazing wife, and Patricia, who was my amazing director, that's that's two women in the same room who have had to put up with me for many, many years. (laughs) (laughs) And listening to them talk about their experience uh, at different levels of career as women in positions of leadership was really, really interesting. And I think for me personally, it, it, it's funny because, you know, I know my wife quite well, but listening to that talk, it sort of made me aware of some of the, the challenges that are inherent to the career of women, particularly mothers, and how unaware I was at the time that that was a challenge. So mm-hmm. I'd encourage everyone to listen to that just for that insight, if nothing else. And that's the whole idea of day five, isn't it? It's these topics that 
don't often get a lot of airtime at conferences when people are you know wanting to get their CME points and and, and learn about the mm, latest and yeah. greatest things. But the idea of our day five is to really explore some of these kind of deeper systemic issues. And Amanda, I want to thank you for really putting together a lot of the the program for day five. Uh, it's been my pleasure, absolute pleasure. <laughs> Instead of calling it day five of Radiopedia 2023, what about everyone just called it Amanda Day instead? <laughs> What do you think? Oh, we Frank? did we did have Vikas Shah Dave. Frank, what do you reckon? Well, I mean, there is uh, a general trend away from eponymous names, but we, we can buck that trend. Each day is now an eponymous day. <laughs> I don't know why you're asking Gaylord. He's got no influence over the conference. So. <laughs> as long as each person has a different first letter of their name. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to get mixed up. He wants to have specific letters for each day of the conference. So this is day A. <laughs> <laughs> and so what about you, Dixon? What are you doing today? Anything? Uh, well, you're trying, to, you're trying to catch me out because, you know, yesterday I got stuck into you. But no, today I'm actually involved again, mate. I am. Oh, look, busy beaver. <laughs> a true co-convener. So I'm giving a lecture, actually, in the Teaching with Pictures session alongside Lee Al-Halali. Uh, and Matt Skelsky is hosting that session. He's actually going to come up with a brand new medical illustration on the spot as he hosts the session. So that'll wow, be a bit of nice. fun. He's taking some requests on Twitter. The other session today, just for completeness, is the Breast Imaging and Nuke Med uh, R poster session. And these are fantastic. Actually, it's really, really good to have a breast imaging R poster session because we don't have any dedicated lectures on breast imaging this year, but the R posters are of an exceptional quality. So definitely check out those. And then the other one is a technology update that's hosted by Andrew Murphy and includes two extended panel discussions, one with Dan Fasher and Matt Skalski about display screen technology. So lots of kind of cool geek stuff in that one. And the other one is about advances in CT technology with Ben Hudson and Tim Stick. So some awesome, you know, new physics and you know, new scanner technology like photon counting and things like that discussed in that session. I love the variety of talks that we're getting for day five. And what about the cocktail and mocktail of the day? Ah, yes, Amanda. <laughs> you know that that's the only reason fans are here. It's for the paired <laughs> goats and cocktails. <laughs> so the cocktail of today is a smoky old-fashioned, and this is another classic cocktail. In fact, it's so simple that it's barely a cocktail at all <laughs> because all you really need are bourbon or rye whiskey, a, mm -hmm. a cube of sugar, brown sugar, and a few dashes of Angostura bitters. But it's the smoky part that is really fun. If you want to add a smoky flavor to a cocktail, you've got a few options. You can add some liquid smoke that it's like you get in these little vials with an eyedropper, uh, no. but it tastes like an ashtray. Oh, I want awful. some flamboyant method. Thank you. So the standard way and for sensible folk, you would just get a spirit that is quite peaty. So that has a smoky oh, yeah, yeah. flavor. <laughs> so that's fine. But even better you can get the same effect by using a blowtorch on a piece of wood. So you can buy yourself online like half a stave from a bourbon barrel that's made of French oak. And then with a butane torch, you burn a spot on it until it starts to like a proper flame. Yep. Once it's going a bit, you turn your glass over the top of it upside down and the flame will go out and it'll start to smoke and fill the glass up with smoke that looks great and 
while you're doing that, you can mix your drink. So you just put in your bourbon and your sugar and you muddle it together and you stir in some ice. And then when you're ready to strain it into the glass, you turn the glass over, you add your big ice cube and uh, the smoke sort of billows out and then you pour in your drink and the inside of the glass is all coated with that delicious mm. carcinogenic smoky flavor. <laughs> and Radio Peter takes no responsibility for any right. burns <laughs> obtained in the creation of your smoky old-fashioned for you to enjoy day five of the conference. And what about a mocktail version, Gaylord? You got one of those? Well, it's pretty hard to make a mocktail of a drink that's almost entirely bourbon. But from a look point of view, you can replace the bourbon or whiskey with iced tea. And actually, I think iced tea with a bit of sugar and a smoky flavor would would be pretty delicious. That's what they use in movies when people appear to be drinking whiskey. It's usually tea. So that would work fine. I once tried a a smoky old-fashioned and I, I feel like it was just that smoky flavor that came through for me. So I think even in the mocktail version, maybe just just adding tons of liquid smoke that would make it taste quite similar. You can just mix your drink in an ashtray if you want that smoke. <laughs> I'm very surprised that we had Amanda on for day five from Singapore, Frank, and you didn't go for you know the gin-based Singapore sling. Ooh. Well, by the time I got to this day, I had to include a burning piece of wood and a butane torch. <laughs> Now, each day of the conference, you've been sharing with us one little pet goat, a little pet goat to get off your chest. Surely you've been saving the best one for the final day, Gayla. This one has been marinated (laughs) to perfection. The last goat of the conference. That's a lot of pressure, Dixon. It is a lot of pressure. Um, This needs to be special. And I've been spending more time thinking about this than I probably should it's been it's been hours of mulling over is this a good enough goat for Dixon for today <laughs> and and I think actually I'm going to go a little bit meta with this goat mm-hmm. because my complaint for today is about complaining <laughs> I, I don't like the fact that the word complaining means both a petty tiny personal complaint very much like all the ones that I've been sharing <laughs> that you can't fix, you know, they're, they're just, oh, I really don't like the weather. And it's like, well, tough. That's, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. But we also use the word complaining to talk about things that are broken and should be fixed. And there's a pejorative undercurrent to the word complain. We even tell our kids to stop complaining. But then you turn up to work and there's like a mouse that's broken. And you say, oh, is this mouse broken? And people look at you and go, oh, yeah, yeah, it's been broken for ages. It's like, have you told everyone? And they go, no. And it's like, oh, you should complain about these things. These are things that you can fix, right? And like a wonderful workplace doesn't occur because someone makes one or two big decisions. It happens because there are thousands of little improvements all along the way. Mm. And you can't make improvements unless people complain about them, but you don't want to be known as a complainer. So Mm -hmm. I would like to propose Mm -hmm. a separate word. I'd like to verbalize goat. So (laughs) we should now have complaints that are very good things, and that's reserved for things that should be fixed and can be fixed. And then you have goating, which is where (laughs) you're whinging and complaining about something 
that is petty and trivial that only really affects you and that most of the time can't be changed. And look, realistically, I know I goat a lot, but I only do that because I've been asked to on this podcast and people are silly enough to listen <laughs> to. That is not true. That's not true. Even when I stop recording, he still comes out with goats. <laughs> All right, well. Amanda, thank you very, very much for joining us in the reading room today and for putting together the Day 5 program and for being an amazing conference co-convener. Now, I did this with Vikas Shah on Day 3. I gave him the honour. I don't know if it's an honour, but I gave him the honour of reading out this next little bit. So if you can read, I've got it on the sheet here. If you can read this, how can people get in contact with us? You've got to do it better than Gaylord does it every week. How can people get in contact with us, Amanda? Oh, okay. I'm going to try. But before that, thank you so much for having me on the reading room today. Okay, let's dive right in. So yep. we are at Radiopedia on Twitter and Instagram, mm-hmm. as well as at Frank Gellard, at Dr. Andrew Dixon, and at Aramanda on Twitter. You can also email us at podcast at radiopedia.org with any ideas and feedback you've got. How was that? Awesome. Very good. <laughs> You can do it every week. I've had auditions from two people this week and both are going to be Great. perfect replacements for Frank. <laughs> Ooh. How do you go with goats, Amanda? Can you, do, can you deliver a goat every week as well? <laughs> uh, and remember that registrations for the conference will close at the end of today or you might actually sneak in tomorrow. So, you know, but the point is that they are closing very, very soon. So jump to it and register if you haven't already. Your support makes it possible for the conference to be accessible in 125 low and middle income countries for free. And what else can people do to help out Frank? I'll let Frank do this one. And you can, of course, also help us out by leaving a five-star review in the podcast app of your choosing. That is day five episode finished. Everybody should go out and enjoy the wonders of day five. Learn a bit of geeky CT technology. Learn about women in radiology. Learn about how to Mm -hmm. use Radiopedia and learn about how to teach with pictures. I hope you've enjoyed the conference as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Amanda, thank you very much. And I want to thank Vikas Shah, who was with us on day three as well. Thank you to Vikas again. And I've got to give a special shout out to Andrew Murphy, who not only helps in the background with the conference on every single part that you Mm. see, but he also helps out with the podcast. So he'll definitely be listening to this. So thank you to Murph. And... We'll catch you all again sometime soon. And it's going to be like a week and a little bit before you hear us again in the reading room. Stay rad, everyone. Stay rad. Enjoy day five. Stay rad. Yeah, enjoy day five. Thank you very much for attending the conference. And uh, we'll see you at uh, Radio Media 2024. See ya. Bye.